0: Welcome to Noahala, the podcast, highlighting the voices, experiences, and reflections of African diasporans reconnecting to Africa. I am Gaima, and it's my intention to bridge the gap between the African and the African diasporan through the story shared by my guests and myself. We could learn a lot together. It's time to level up. It's no Wahala. One of the most beautiful aspects about my travels through Africa has been landing in spaces and places where black girl magic happens. Real black girl magic. For those of you listening that may not be familiar with the term, here's some context. Despite the presence of institutionalized racism, disparities in various aspects of living, and just overall wahala that African American women face, as a community, we are finally realizing how beautiful, successful, and powerful we are independently. And most important, Collectively, these realizations are resulting in empowerment within our community of women. Instead of seeing one another as competition and mistreating each other, we're embracing and uplifting each other in business as well as just everyday living. A movement of unity among black women is happening And it's grown into a global movement of unity among black women throughout. Once the hashtag black girl magic entered into the social media realm, it created a new way for black women around the world to express themselves as well as each other. It's a simple hashtag that expresses positivity and pride in being a black woman and viewing a black woman. The magic within black women was always there. And now we as a community are conscious and bold and ready to display our magic. A special thanks to the founder of the travel brand Curious on Tanzania, Ms. Justa Lujguangana. She hosted an informational event in New York that brought together people with an interest in traveling to Tanzania. The informational session connected me to my next guest, and the rest is history. Just another episode of Black Girl Magic. Enjoy.
1: For me, I had, all, I had gotten bitten by the, the travel bug long ago, but the idea of like traveling for a year was like, it was kind of like a little bit out there for me, but you know what? I saw other people in other cultures take what they call a gap year, and it just so happened that my gap year Happened a lot later in life when people should be settling down and, and having, uh, you know, mortgages. Yeah. And, and sense, <laughs> yes. you know what I mean? Instead, it was just more like, you know what? I'm going to go for this. This is what needs to happen. So when I saw you in Africa, it was, again, like a mirror. I was like, yes. You know what I mean? I could see you and me and, you know, our journeys are going to be a little different, right? But we're in this place and this time together. And it was like a breath of fresh air, like, oh, okay, you know? Yeah, because... You are not alone. Was, I am here with you.
0: I, it, immediately, when we met for, I call it, I met, I, I call it met for the second time or for the first time mm-hmm. twice, <laughs> because... I met you, and, you know, you reminded me of somebody that I knew. It didn't even dawn on me until maybe an hour into our conversation that we had already met in New York. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Yes, this is the shit that New York will do. New York will, yeah. will have yeah. you in a space with somebody who you should absolutely connect with, but because of... Yeah the the hustle and bustle, hustle and bustle. you Hello. can easily yeah. pass a, an important person in your life you can easily yes, walk past them you can be in the same space with them but you don't even have enough time to properly ask for names and, and numbers.
1: Yes. Right. Yes. And just, and just have a moment to, to share pass the introduction, pass the handshake, pass right. the, here's my business card. It's in New York. There's just not a lot of opportunities to really connect on a, you know, I guess I just want to call it like a spiritual level, just yes. like a moment. And I think, cause that's all your spirit really needs is like that moment to like get that first connection. And then it's like, okay, got it yeah and that person is is kind of you know they're in your they're in your in your heart and you can kind of like hey I need to reach out to this person and just maybe set up a brunch or set up a you know happy hour or something but it was so ironic where we met because it was in the same place that we met for the second time for the first time right <laughs> in yes. Tanzania, Tanzania yes. if you want to get fancy you well, know so because, it was um yeah I think the universe was creating um they, they, the universe
0: created this platform for us to like really kind of like have, have our movement. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, and so, the, one of the things that I think is highly important to um, make sure that any, the audience understands. So, please introduce yourself, um, your name on social media, your name in real life. Because that's what I'm going to refer to you <laughs> as. And, yes. You're um, like, hey,
1: that's okay. <laughs> worth
0: the pretty. <laughs> right, right. And, and aside from being pretty, you know, what is it, you know, that people who know you know you to do? Like, what do you bring to the table? How do you influence your community?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, My name is Kenesha Lachey. I am originally from Texas, Fort Worth, Texas to be specifically, and um, I lived in New York for almost 10 years, and I worked in the space as a makeup artist, and my role kind of uh, went into beauty education, and then it went into beauty consulting. So, um, people do, uh, in in New York anyways, um, know me from that space and um mm-hmm. on instagram i'm passport to pretty passport the number two pretty and i created passport to pretty basically as a marriage i think that at one point i was struggling with like i really want to go on a vacation but if what if a client calls and as an independent artist whether it's makeup or music you know how hard it is to pull yourself out of the the competition out of the rat race yes and and the last thing you need to do is be in miami sipping on a drink when, you know, that big client calls, you know, and they yes. want to book you. Right. So I always kind of had that, like, this fear. So then I just kind of, like, really got this travel book. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to take, take a break. I'm going to take a break. And then when I took a break, I, I created kind of, like, this platform or an idea of what I wanted it to be. And it was just the merger of travel and beauty. And I called it The Pretty Life because it's really just everything that you want in life, whether that be family, arts, of course, travel, Beauty, health, and it just kind of encompasses all of those things. It became an incubator just for my life, mm. and um, and I just started sharing, you know, with people. And if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, you're a little bit of a, uh, a stalker, but you know, if you scroll the <laughs> way to the bottom, <laughs> okay, for you, you, you can kind of see the evolution mm. of kind of like where this came from. And then I still have so so much further to go because this journey. Um, got me a lot of followers. I think I'm at almost like eleven k followers now, but this journey has been so so much more personal, and I just really wanted to share little pieces with um, with my friends, with my family, and just people that have told me, you know, I'm inspired by you. so you mm-hmm. know that feels really good. but This year has been totally selfish. It's been totally about me and what I want to do and how I want to do it. So that's kind of, like, you know, (laughs) that's who I am um, and where where I am now. And just um, I think that uh, I plan to to continue to grow Mm -hmm. the brand and as well as as myself, you know. And, And growing spiritually is, like, super important to me right now. So, well, yeah, I mean, you guys called me at a good time. What I, what I, appreciate. the conversation would have been, the conversation would have been different a year ago. It would have been real Listen. bad. It's like, girl, you know what I? am <laughs> like, who are you? What? You're like, you know what? I ain't gonna be able to put this out, girl. Slide right. cussing, slide cussing, it's cussing. But yes, um, good, good time and good space, good energy, and um, ready and open for the next chapter in life.
0: Well, what what are the sure. things that I think is um, awesome about this whole um, journey that you're on of um, being? I, I I don't know. There's a the term of selfish. It has such a stigma attached to it, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. I think what you're doing helps to change the, the definition of of this, yeah. or not even the definition, but more so um, shift. The stigma because, yeah, one of the things that I think is so important to the African American community, especially the African American woman that I believe has yet to be truly um, honed in on, is really opening yourself up to a spiritual connection um, where yeah, you have be. like a deeper understanding of self. And um, you know, culture and all that entails, and to your point, what you would mention about how we met, we met in a space where um, the the proposal of traveling to Africa specifically to Tanzania or Tanzania mm-hmm. was what was being discussed <laughs> that particular evening, right? and yes, so we both had an interest in that for two completely different reasons one would think however yes fast forward because I think we met in like is it March of last year February March it was cold that's what I know
1: it was cold I I think I want to say that it was it was it was February um or either, yeah, I'm going say February. Or either late January. I yes. can't, I can't. But it was cold, girl. we we'll, call, New York, we'll,
0: girl. We'll call it cold. Cold January. Yes. cold <laughs> Um, And <laughs> here we are a little bit over a year later. And we are wow. away from New York. I'm currently still on the continent. But we reconnected here on the continent in Tanzania. So we... Wow. Somehow that meeting, it, it, it came to fruition for both of us. We were on two completely different journeys to Tanzania, okay. but ended up connecting. And so one of the things that I want to be able to help share with my audience is the experience from an African-American woman who is bold enough to... Lock in that trip and say, Yes, I am going to Africa. Yes. So, yes,
1: absolutely. I, yeah, tell, I mean, tell and, me
0: about it. Tell uh, me about that moment where I you think, decided.
1: I think, you know, real quick, when you say, you know, selfish, it has this bad kind of like mm-hmm. meaning. And, you know, instead, like, I think that I heard, like, um, Ayala say, It's not selfish, it's self full. Like, you can't really give love to others. You can't really um, be a good daughter or a good wife or a good friend if you're not full. Mm. So I think that maybe we can just kind of change the the narrative and say, you know what, this is, I'm doing everything to take care of myself, you know, and, and, and it's just being self full. Um, and so when I decided to make this choice, especially Africa, which is priority on my list, I said, look, if I'm going to spend all of my last it's going to be in Africa. You know, if I'm going to see my last, it's going to be in Africa. Africa has to be it. That my complete. My whole year would encompass Asia, a sprinkle of Europe, and Africa being the big part. And now I'm here in Peru, where I've been on on my South American uh, tour for, what, about a month and a half now. So Africa is one of those things when you tell people that you're going, they almost gasp, you know, or you get the people who just feels like it's like you uh, said that you're going to outer space or something like this because it's just so, such a far-fetched thought. I mean, people in the U.S., they do their thing in the Caribbean, and, you know, you might get a little bit of, like, Europe, but when you think of Africa, it has this kind of, like, stigma about it for, for many different reasons, right? Some people over-glamorize it, some people uh, downplay it, so it's just all these things that I say, you know what, I'll never really know what Africa's about until I go. Mm-hmm. Now, I had been once before to Dakar, Senegal, and I went with a friend. Shout out to, to Jada. Um, and I'm so grateful for her for taking me home to her family in Dakar, Dakar Senegal. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. I mean, I had 15 days in the motherland, and I could tell you that I was, it was a different culture. It was like nothing I'd ever seen. I mean, this beautiful black like, skin everywhere, with peanut sauce and everything. <laughs> I mean, I was like... You know, like, and, and it, it just was not what it looked like on TV or what you may have heard in conversation with your drunk uncle. It was mm. literally everything. And the culture and the way that they love and how they take care of each other, it, it was just beautiful. And I had a good time. And, of course, I ate and I went out, you know, and danced. And it was it was a really good time. So my jaunt to Africa, it, it was already predestined in this. And so I budgeted, you know, I looked at how much things cost. Because once you get in Africa, everything is pretty much inexpensive. Versus if you come from a uh, city or uh, Chicago and you have to purchase a round trip ticket. So once you're already in the nest of Africa, you can hop around, and that's what people don't realize. Give yourself you know, a couple of months and hop around. Look look for tickets to the next country over. Find out which visas are necessary. You know, and right. it, just, it was just in my spirit to go. It was in my spirit to go. So when you ask, along the, the short answer is it was in my spirit. I would not have let myself rest if I did not make that journey to the motherland. You know? And I did Egypt. I did Kenya and I that, and when I met you for the second time the first time again. I know it right? was in Tanzania. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I did South South Africa and I followed uh, the course up to the Senegal again because I had to hit that up again. It had been some years, and then I topped it off in Morocco. Now, I would have loved to visit other places, but I'm not going to trip on high Nigeria to get my visa all the time. But I, I got that Nigeria and Ghana on the next go round because I definitely um, will return. And it was a place like Johannesburg. I really could see myself living in Mobone. Hello, like, literally mm. could see myself living in those places. And I stayed at Curiosity Hostels, and look, I got a family there. They are are a community of brilliant young black South Africans who are making moves, okay? Mm -hmm. And they're having a lot of fun, too, and they're looking fabulous doing it all. It was an amazing time. So I had to, and I, listen, it's the best thing that I did. Short of completing this whole journey, it's the best thing that I did. If I did not go to Africa on this journey, it would not have been the same I would not have been the same you know it was really a dream come true every day I woke up and I'm like oh my gosh I feel like I'm dreaming every single day you know what that does to the psyche that really pumps you up you know what I mean that really makes life you know something special like you're not just you know existing you're really living you're really experiencing and it was just just simply beautiful I I really like look it was going to happen one way or another for me
0: I think it's beautiful. I'm, I'm so happy for you um, because, unfortunately, I think a lot of people, you know, they go to social media for inspiration. And okay. you just described probably seven different memes. <laughs> honestly
1: and leave it to me
0: you know so uh, quite a few people i think operate honestly from a space now where they look to social media it doesn't matter what platform they gravitate to whether it's instagram snapchat facebook Mm -hmm. um whatever else is out here in these streets tumblr you know, they, the environment can become so mundane that they depend on social media as almost a pick me up. And
1: uh-huh. just mm-hmm. imagine
0: if you just made a few life decisions where your daily environment is your pick me up and you don't yeah. need. Social it's media. it's incredible. Yeah, you
1: don't. So you don't, you don't, you know, and it's a great tool. It's a great yeah. tool you know, to use because I was able to sometimes when I post a picture, somebody said, oh, my gosh, you inspire me. And, then you know, if they need information on how to make this trip possible or places that I went to, I'm so happy to give it to them. But it's also places where somebody say, hey, I'm here too. I'm I'm also in Johannesburg. You know, let's connect. Let's meet up. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that happens. So I am grateful for social media. But I think that a lot of times people need to get off the phone Mm -hmm. um, and get to living. Yeah. You know, you can post your pictures a week later. It's not, it's nobody's going to think that you died. Like you're, you're not
0: fine. going to be dead <laughs> if you don't no. post daily. No. Wow. Oh.
1: no. And I, and I, and, which brings me to this, like you're, you're catching me at a time where I have about roughly three weeks left in this year's journey. Mm-hmm. and uh you know topping of it off with Peru and going to see Machu Picchu and it's just like I know that I feel like I need a break from social media I can see it in myself now I may post once a week and I have so many I'm always taking pictures because look I, I'm in I was in Chile and Argentina just uh you know yesterday basically and so um I think that it's okay to take breaks it's, it's okay to. To have moments where you're not posting, you're just actually like in the experience of it all. Yeah. Um, but then it's, it's some people who make their living, you know, off of Instagram. So I support, you know, I support that too. But do the living. First and then do the posting second. Don't yeah. get caught up in you know what. Cause I don't I don't post when I get angry on 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 passports pretty. Cause then I have to call it passports ugly. I don't yeah. post when I'm crying or when I'm in a fight with my friends or you know when I don't post those things. So it's it's, it's a piece. It's a snapshot of me. But you gotta get off. And if you're really inspired by me, you would get out there and you would do uh, those trips that you want to take. Those dream trips, and uh, you would. Get that job or start that business if you're really inspired.
0: Amen. You know. So let me, yes. let me ask you, um, because one of the things that you mentioned, you know, uh, is that you definitely, um, you had an excellent experience, a first-round experience of visiting uh, Africa with a friend who was a native, uh-huh. who is a native. Yes. Um, I uh-huh. haven't been to Dakar yet. I'm waiting for somebody yes. To to reach out and be like, girl, come meet me. And also, yes. um, here's your ticket money. Yes, in that order. Ah!
1: But until okay, then board, I hear us. I
0: hear us trying to come for the peak, so. listen, yeah. Listen. But until then, right? I'm chilling. Either way, one of the things that I personally believe is how important it is if you can to go with somebody who is a native so that you you can they can help guide you and kind absolutely. of introduce you as an African American into the African culture how culture, absolutely how important do you think that was to your psyche
1: particular time as like again it was my first time to Africa I think it was extremely important I'm extremely, extremely grateful for for Jada um, because it was exactly that I was kind of ushered in I, you know she taught me everything that she knew and I, I mean so many things that I would not have known had i not been far even getting around a place like Dakar is a bit time you know not speak uh, French one or Wallach, which is their the native tongue, mm-hmm. so and I did not speak either at all, so um, things like that was very helpful helpful knowing exactly where to go uh, as, as all of Africa, I think I went to Johannesburg without uh, you know a friend, but I think you know Johannesburg was pretty easy because again, I found a community, and they also speak English, so I think in places that um, I like the car or Morocco um I think places like that, I, I think absolutely would be ideal. If you're an extrovert like myself, you can start finding people through your networks, like uh, No Madness, for example. Um, you can go on to to their uh, their site on Facebook, and you can post, "Hey guys, you know I'm going to be in, you know, Zambia next week. Hook <laughs> me up." And then listen, everybody in the tribe is, they know somebody, they know somebody who's there, and they can show you around. And if you're social and you're introducing yourself to people, you can find people that would, would not mind to show you around. But I think it's absolutely essential in some places where you don't speak the language and the culture is just so different from yours. You know? Right. I think it helps, 100%. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But so much I think sense. it's also, it shouldn't be something to stop you from going, oh, I don't know anybody, you know, I don't know anybody in the car. But yes, you do. You have to ask and reach out. And then you're going to make a new friend. And then they're going to introduce you to more friends. You're going to have friends like all of
0: you know? and that's how it goes amen so one of the things that um, I hear often about people who have some sort of interest in going but they're just not quite sold you know Africans don't really like African Americans and so why would I go to a place where nobody wants me there anyway um, to oh, me, that's one of the biggest myths that I can easily dispel, oh, gosh. right? But that's my perspective. Share, if you can, what um, the biggest myth is that you believe you can easily dispel with your trip, um, seeing how you visited several different African countries.
1: Um, okay, one major, one major myth that um, I think in the beginning, you know, it kind of got to me because my mom's in the pharmaceutical. And, you know, they would would tell me things like, oh, my gosh, you're going to get so sick, or what if you get yellow fever, or, you know, they still have Ebola is rampant out there. Like, you're going to get sick, and you just can't, and I was just like, cut it out. Mm -hmm. You know, first, I just mentally, I can't see myself getting sick. So that was the first thing. Then they, they have, can, there's precautions, right? They have the malaria pills. I know a lot of people took uh, malaria pills. and You can get the yellow fever shot. So you're getting all of those things that are available to you if you so choose to. And medical insurance is, is Medjet is a great medical insurance. If you don't already have, you know, your own uh, medical insurance that works uh, in other countries, get Medjet. But I'll be honest with you. I didn't get any shots, I didn't take any pills, and I did not get sick. I am healthy as I was. In fact, I got a little extra more curves. I don't know if y'all seen me lately, but (laughs) you know the You know, okay, like, listen, I'm popping over here. I'm, like, looking like Mama Africa over here. So I feel like I'm in my most healthy state. My edges are thick. My nails are long. My my melanin is just
0: ripping,
1: Like, listen. (laughs) Listen, Africa was good to to your girl, so I I did not I didn't get sick, and I don't you know I think that that's a big one. I think people I think even like my mother was like worried about about that because this is the this is the biggest myth that they perpetuate on um, those commercials or on these. Um, you know, posts that people are sharing mm-hmm. and things like this. So, you know, I, I spent what almost nearly four months in Africa, and I didn't, I didn't have as much as a cough. You know, yeah. so hey, I yeah. don't. You know, that's that's my myth. That's that's the myth I'm trying to bust right now. So I'm good. Well, um, I yeah. that's
0: inspirational because me personally, I'm running low on malaria pills and um very low and mm-hmm. you know and it's funny because as I was thinking about how low my pills are getting I feel like the mosquitoes were like well girl we're here hi and you know even like a couple nights ago yeah. I woke up because I was getting bit and I was like wait a oh, second no. you y'all have are been... shady
1: it's pure yeah.
0: it's pure pettiness because yeah, they y'all haven't even been thinking about me and now here you go yeah. and you know people may be like oh here you go over here talking about how you know but there's a lot of power in thought and in the tongue yes people yes. aren't hearing so, me so listen i rebuked
1: it i rebuked, I rebuked all the mosquitoes. Look, you bit me you got fan for the day now get on I'm not going to be sick, you're not a sick mosquito, you're just a little petty, but you're not sick, you know, because it's also, like, you start to learn after, like, what mosquitoes, um, which areas, right, that right. the mosquitoes were affected, will most likely we were, were nowhere close, and the behavior of some of those mm-hmm. mosquitoes, we were nowhere close to that, and I also have add that, through, through the period of my journey, I stopped from, uh, Dallas, Texas, you know, Texas is my home state, there was a flu outbreak, and not just up school average, people were dying. There was at least seven cases. And I wasn't even home. That means it was like one per day. Wow. Do you understand? So this is in the great state of Texas. People are dropping dead. It's not elderly or, or children dropping dead from the flu. So you tell me, you know, like, you know, sickness and disease can happen anywhere where there are human beings. Mm. But that does not. It's not a monopoly. Uh, Africa does not have a monopoly on disease and
0: sickness. No. Listen, and so, it's so interesting because, you know, one thing that you will not hear an African discuss is illness and what's happening in the U.S. or, you know, any, mm-hmm. any you know, quote-unquote first world country. Yet, you yeah. know, so much happens on a regular basis, but the way that international media, propaganda, ah. all of that is managed and in the case of the 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 way that africa is por- portrayed i call it mismanagement you know it's it's a wonder because right you know i with you i i remember um back in january early january hearing about this flu where infants were dying and yes. i'm like
1: yes. what so you know, I mean, just, do people stop going to Texas? I mean, or do they just stop going to the South altogether? Like, it's just, it's just, um, it's just horrible. You know, and I, I think that it's really unfair to the people of Africa. Like, I've met some of the most healthy people there. You know what I mean? Their diets are far better than our diets, you know? And they take care of themselves is far better. So it's, it's, it's almost like, sure, anything can happen. You want to be, you know, take precautions. If you don't, if you want to take your malaria pills, Take your malaria. You know, I love my my um, what do you my natural bug sprays, you because know? I got bit I got bit by a lot of mosquitoes in Africa. They were like, This is American, this is America, but yes. barbecue flavor. Like, let me let me get on some of that. Let me so, get of So, you some know, that I try to protect jerky.
0: myself. <laughs> you know,
1: like I'm just saying that, you know, and I try to protect myself as best, but also mentally I just wasn't always thinking, you know, and the people are very you know, people in, in Africa they have such a good heart good spirit you know they're trying to take care of themselves they're gonna take care of you um so so yeah none of that none of that stuff none of that stuff for for me on my trip i'm not saying that nobody ever got sick nobody ever you know had you know an unfortunate situation but in my experience none of that happened and i did not have any shots nor did i take any pills
0: at all amen so let me ask you um on the flip side what was one of the biggest myths that turned out to be true? Um, and and what country, if or if there was a specific country?
1: You know, people like people who have been um to Africa, like, you know, when I'm when I think about it and I hear like them talk about it, whether they're natives, right, or they're born and raised there and they just come, you know, come to America for different opportunities or just they have the opportunity themselves as an African American to travel. Um, they hype it up. They were like, "Oh, you got You don't know. Like, you don't even know what you're missing." And you know, and like at certain points in your life, you're like, maybe just going to the Caribbean, or maybe you've done like Milan or London, and you're just like, oh, you know, you're just on the streets about Africa for twenty so people but, but listen, every time somebody brags about Africa, listen to them. Every time somebody tells you about how beautiful their country, listen. Africa is so freaking beautiful. Like all of the regions that I visited, every there's just so much beauty in Africa that your eyes have never like if you wanna use all of the, the pixels in your eyes, like you need to go you need to go to Africa and look at the beauty. Isn't and it? And it's just so it's almost, I don't it's almost uh,
0: offensive. How it's beautiful. So gorgeous. they hiked it up.
1: Look I'm telling you, they hiked it up so much that I was like, Okay, all right, you know and I get that and I'm like, Oh my god, this is everything like especially like I could say like Cape Town. Mm-hmm. I just that's all I need to say. I don't even want to I don't even want to ruin it. I just want to say Cape Town and I just want you to go and visit and you know they're telling me things like, Oh, it's very you know, racist and I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm from Texas. I, I'm from America. You know, we 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 created actually we well, like, are the inventor of racism. Texas <laughs> is a first cousin <laughs> slash Listen,
0: ancestral okay. brother.
1: To listen. Cape Town, if when it comes to racism, listen, yeah, listen, and I and I and I and I love my I love my home state. Shout out to Texas, um, but yes, you no. Know, so it it wasn't that did not deter me from going, and I did not have any incidents either, you know. But Cape Town was absolutely the perfect mix of city living and country living mixed together. Like nature is right there in. In your presence mm-hmm. In every second of the day And you can see it in the people They're more calm um, You know I know that it's a very busy city A lot of people are doing business there It's on the shore So there's a lot of imports Exports coming in and out But it still has a very relaxed vibe Because you have The beauty of the beach And you have Table Mountain And you have the Lion's Head And then you can drive up A couple of hours To, to taste some wine I mean It's just It's just everything And the air is so fresh You know It's just Um uh, it's just almost like a perfect city like if you Utopia. will. Um Yeah, it's just really it's just a really nice it's a really nice mix. It's a. it's a perfect mix of city and country. Like literally. Mm. So yeah. Gotta get to gotta get to after and see all of its beauty. Yeah. Like all I mean I, so, from the safaris to just the villages, even the villages, you know? Like these people are so happy, they don't I, they don't look I at like, oh uh, I don't have
0: Especially you know? the villages, especially the villages. Yes, it's you a, must. it's amazing. Must. It's amazing. I, it I totally is. You know,
1: they're amazing. not tripping. They don't. They're, they're not upset because they don't have a new iPhone, or you know, they're not trying to be a rapper. <laughs> they're not. I mean, you know, they're just content with life. You know, they go get their water from mm. the well. Girl. you know, they. You know, it's just. I don't know. It's just really beautiful, and I, I found ways to to simplify my life and to think differently. And it's hard. It takes it takes reprogramming, right? So it's just it's just simply beautiful. You know, everybody plays a role, especially with the Maasai. Like the Maasai in Kenya, Ooh. you know, in Nairobi, yes. and then um, in, in Tanzania, and Zanzibar. Mm-hmm. Like they mm-hmm. they look out for your girl. They look out for me. They look out for people, and ah, it's just beautiful. It I, really is. I almost
0: went home with two. I will admit.
1: Um, <laughs> Look, you about to have your own village, girl. Okay. Listen,
0: and, and, and if anybody <laughs> takes away um, this particular part of the conversation and goes and does their googles on the Masai, just know that you know if you're really down, they will absolutely you into their world. You won't leave yeah, though.
1: You will gotta be. You will yeah, you gotta leave. stay there.
0: You gotta yeah, stay. You gotta and, stay. And I could not commit, so here I am. But. Um, I did have a dress made to honor, (laughs) to honor (laughs) them and their culture because my God. Um, So let me ask you this. There's, I I don't know at the time that you um, were in New York briefly, um, or state, I'll call it stateside, Briefly, you know, picking up things as you transition to South America. But um, of course, one of the big things that is happening right now, I call it the Black Panther phenomenon. Um, uh, yes. There is an announcement. Um, Sorry, it just came out. Listen. Sorry. Because we're we're going to get into we we got to get into this we have to get into this. It's a must.
1: It's a must. Now,
0: one of the things that I found compelling as I was taking in all of the social media as as social media prepared for the the premiere and then the first weekend. And then I think mm-hmm. what we're now into post um, the initial... We're, we're beyond the initial uh, moments of mm-hmm. Wakanda Forever. And so the question is, what's right. next? Right. So what I want to ask you right. is... Did you, were you aware um, of the fact that Chadwick Bosman, you know, he took the time... Uh-huh yeah he has his bit of fine to him
1: uh-huh.
0: and uh-huh. Uh-huh. he he did his research um through i believe african um, african ancestry.com and uh-huh. Uh-huh. found out that he was actually um a descendant of my country sierra leone
1: Whoa. Uh, Whoa. and
0: um Shout out. right right i was like cousin hmm
1: Okay, cousin um,
0: friend. And he actually, I guess they were able to provide him with even the tribe that he would be connected mm-hmm. to. Um, is that something that you believe is necessary or will help people to maybe be more comfortable with pursuing traveling here to Africa as an African-American?
1: Okay, Um I can tell you this. Um, I saw uh, Black Panther, and I am not a TV watcher at all. I do support everybody black, uh, <laughs> but I did go into the movies, and when I was in when I was in Rio de Janeiro, and I saw the theater was packed. Okay, yeah. like I ain't packed, Okay, I was real black. I was extra black for y'all. Like I had to add that in there, but it was beautiful. Um, and I did not realize, I think, how important it was to. See, um, the imagery, you know, black people. Because I've been knowing black people been popping since I popped out the womb, what so I never really thought about us not being beautiful. But yes, there's a huge segment of people who just wanted to see themselves in a different light. You know, we did not want to see ourselves um, in those ghetto roles or those stereotypical, you know, slavery yes, master roles. So I think that this mm-hmm. was like a bigger than I think, you know, just a movie, you mm-hmm. know, and just entertainment. I think that people definitely are more curious to connect with their ancestry, you know, and want to know their roots. Now, it's an interesting parallel because I think while, um, the Af- you know, African Americans, if you will, want to know more about Africa, when you were visiting in Africa, as I was, as you mentioned I was, they want to know all about us. Yes. And, and, you know, what we're about. So I think that it could be a beautiful cross-cultural exchange, but I want us to be very clear that we are all one. Yes, we have our differences. Yes, we have our our cultural, um, you know, differences, but we are all one and we need to uh, move as such. Mm. And I think it is absolutely a beautiful thing um, that what we're doing and how we're doing it, and I don't really care that people think that it's just a movie. It's a billion dollar movie that I think is so important, especially for the youth. You know, I have a, a little cousin, and I mean, he's like Wakanda forever. He gets to see, you know, T'Challa. T'Challa looks like him, and I was watching his, his video, you know, and like, if maybe it would be different if you had that growing up, you know. Wow. And. Yeah. I think it's going to make a big impact on, you know, on adults too. People will be curious. Now, I don't know about how y'all do going to get to Wakanda. I don't know where airline goes there. I heard, you know, I heard United was. But I, my I eyes there are plenty rolled. of other, my <laughs> eyes
0: roll. <laughs> so hard. There
1: are plenty of amazing countries in Africa that one should visit. You know, and I think even like Dakar Senegal, it's right there. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, Nigeria, I would love to, to visit Nigeria. Um, so I think, like, getting realistic about your goals and really making it happen, stepping foot on uh, African soil, and uh, let's be open to each other. I'll teach you, you know what I'm saying, I'll teach you my things, you teach me your things, and know that they're all one. They, they all belong to us now. Yeah.
0: You know, they're all ours. I mean, it's amazing, yeah. because you know, to your point, um, you know, we reconnected um, for the second time, first time around, whatever we want to call it, and Tanzania, and that is, um, we weren't far from the actual place that is um, described as where Wakanda, Marvel's universe is, Wakanda, you know, where it's located, right? So, Bukoba, to be exact, I know we didn't get to share that um, particular experience, but when Koku and I were there... Just waking up in the morning and, Mm -hmm. you know, you're literally Mm -hmm. facing Lake Victoria. That's your morning view every single morning. Beautiful. And there's this small little island in the middle of this fresh freshwater lake. And once this movie came out, I was like, what if this whole time Wakanda was right over there and we didn't go? Right. That's... (laughs) So, hey, like, you think. yeah. I mean, it makes you think. It really makes Listen, you think.
1: I, I don't. I don't doubt, I don't doubt anything. All I'm just saying is, we need to get to it. And I think that it is important for Africans to be able to come to America and see how we're living as well. They should also be able to have you know get visas you know that's another story another topic and then you know so you know we should also be saying some cross-cultural exchanges like maybe we can take a group to Africa, and maybe take a group from Africa to take them to america i think it's i think it's obvious if i don't think one you say oh i'm better than the other person because i know there's that. uh-uh don't come for me with that yeah don't come to I'm stop. i'm gonna stop talking to you you know and talk to people who got some sense because it is absolutely insane now we can appreciate each other's differences but yeah, like you should really make people want to go and discover their roots, and if Ancestry dot com is gonna, you know, provide accuracy, you know, I, I'm I'm all for it. I would even like to do that. That's something that I I wanted to do while I was there. But I, I had a friend that that participated in getting some of the research done, and you know, it's just a total. It's like the ultimate paternity test. Like who do you belong to? You know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah who do you go to? And it was it was frustrating, and it was expensive, and it was hard as hell. Um, which, for Chadwick, I'm sure he had, you know, specialists, you know, things like that um, to step in and help. But I think that if you have the money, you have the time and the resource, do it. You know, but I'm, I'm part of all the tribes. They already know. They already know to just accept me when I come.
0: You better have to, like, your arms I'm, I'm open, learned, have your you know, food ready for me to consume, ready. and have just, the music. Ready. And and the button yes. ready. Yeah. And that's All the that. thing about I my role. It. Yeah, because, you know, to your point about um, Africans not knowing, one of the biggest eye openers for me has been having to explain the reality of. What is really happening life. in the United okay. States of America, especially okay, okay. the African Today. American yeah. experience? Mm-hmm. Whether mm-hmm. you're African and you go over to the U.S., um, you know, with a visa, whether you are second generation like myself. Um, or whether uh-huh. you you know you are born and raised, you know you come from generations that are there because of um, transatlantic slavery. you know there's so many variations to how you can be uh-huh. black in America, how you can be truly an African in America. you know there's variations, uh-huh. and one of the things that has been um, most successful. Most successfully accomplished by what I will call the colonists is the lack of dialogue between Africans yeah. yes. on the continent Agreed. and Africans Agreed. in you know other in other countries that we now refer to as the African diasporans. The dialogue yeah. or lack thereof is so incredible. There's so much that Africans really do not know about what's happening, present day, not even to mention what? history, you know. Oh, man. And man. And when you Listen. explain it to them and their mouths drop, yes. it's shocking because it's like, why wow, you really don't know what I'm telling you. And
1: and, and this is facts. And, and we don't know about uh, colonization, although it's, to me they're one and the same, right. you know, but it's just called something different. in And I've learned so much little pieces of history of things that I, because I always thought, you know, I'm not going to lie, when I grew, when I was growing up, I was like, wow, you're asking, you know, where you're from, your tribe, oh my God, like, you're amazing, like, you're a king, you're a queen, like, I want to, you know, I want to know, I want to be like this, and then like, to find out that they were also disenfranchised and that East Africa doesn't know what's going on with West Africa and vice versa. To this you know, day. That was I mean, really jaw dr- To this day, today, the the, my jaw it,
0: it just blew my mind, you know, when we were in mm-hmm. Tanzania and we attended, you know, and participated in that, um, uh, the katili Peely Beauty Expo, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. lack of knowledge about shea butter, there was one, maybe okay. Oh. Let me take it. I think a total of three vendors who were offering shea butter. Mind yeah. you, you know what we're used to, as yes, far yes. as shea butter. The the fact it is it's become like this thing in the U.S. Flourishing businesses, black owned. Oh, yes. You know, et cetera, mm-hmm. and because there has been a strategic. Uh, energy put into taking the sh- the products of Ghana and making sure that it's shipping present right out. in the US. Yeah. There's more yeah, energy shipping that, it right on out. Yeah, there's more energy that has been put into that than um, has been put into distributing their product here on the continent. Yes. And yes. it's yep. like they're starting to to, you know, bridge the gap between East Africa and West Africa. Imagine. Yes. So yes. there's so much work to be done. Like, there's so much connection, so many opportunities. There's so many Africans that have not even thought about traveling to the other side of the continent.
1: Yes.
0: Which is incredible. I, and I've
1: learned Isn't You know, and it's also no different from the guy um, on the block in Harlem who never goes to the Bronx. Yeah. What? what? You know, so... so I think that it is about opening up communication, sharing culture. It's okay to have something a little that You eat couscous Mm -hmm. and I eat um, half. It's fine because I like grits. I still like grits, and that grits is my culture. And that's another thing: Black America has culture. Don't think we do not have culture just because it's you know what I mean. We created it. If it wasn't for Black people in America, y'all wouldn't even listen. Listen, Let's not. Let's not go there. And it's important.
0: It's (laughs) important to your point to know how much Africans embrace certain aspects of African American culture.
1: Yes. Oh man. Especially the music. (laughs) Some of the bad, some of the good, some of the bad. Yeah, um, because yeah. Because we, 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 yeah, you know, and, and again, I just want us to have conversations. I really am not here to dictate what those conversations are, but this is a, let's just talk. And, you know, let's talk about this beauty, you know, and why, when I'm in Africa, I can't find anything, in, I can't find any type of makeup products. And when I do find products, they're imported. Mm. And they're, they're marked up three times the price. You know, what does that say to a woman in those areas about, you know, her beauty? You know, what does it say? Because one, on one hand, it could be saying, you know, you're a national beauty. You don't, beautiful, you don't need any of these things. But every woman wants to have a little something to make herself feel special. And why should it be coming from another place? You know, a, a place that doesn't even know your beauty or appreciate it. And, you know, it was also disheartening to see, you know, as I told you, I'm from the world of beauty. You know, that's where I, I burst. <laughs> you know, was mm-hmm. from beauty, mm-hmm. and it's it's disheartening to be in places like the Car Senegal, and see the advertisements for skin bleach. You know, oh. it's I mean, it breaks my heart. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's to the point where I just like want to jump up there and like rip rip it down. Yeah. And, you know, it's like to each their own, but like let's let's be honest of where these messages are coming from.
0: Why are these messages? Why I, you know, are these this messages could be a, still present? Yeah,
1: why? But, you know, that's another topic. You know, that's a whole other segment. It is um, true. Right. Because I would like to see, we're the number one consumers. We're spending close to a billion dollars on things like shoes and purses and, and Remy number one or Brazilian Yaki, whatever, people are wearing these days. And it's, like, so unfortunate that we're not putting that money back into our community, into ourselves, and, and having our own thing. You know, and it's not because we hate. I don't, listen, I don't hate anybody. I don't hate white people. I don't hate Asian people. I don't hate Indian people. But I do love black people. I do love us. And I want us to take better care of ourselves and each other. And, again, you can't pour, you can't pour from an empty cup. You know, we have lots of things to offer the world. We have given this. Some have been taken from, taken from us. Mm-hmm. So just imagine if we're flourishing. Everybody's going to flourish. We're, we're people that are kind. You know, we are people that are community-based. We are spiritual people. So please don't be afraid of our success because it's inevitable. Amen. And when we, when our cup runs over, it will spill to you.
0: You but don't take taking our cup. You don't have to take.
1: You'll get some. You will. No. Let us
0: inspire you to create your own. So yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, as we create ours. You know, we we are the creators of of many things, many beautiful things, and just um, I have a deeper appreciation for for African people and for Black people all over the globe now. I mean, we're very special. We're very different. And um, no wonder people in Argentina and Chile like to stare at us. Because they're just trying to figure out, like, God did his thing when he made y'all. He did his thing. He did his what? thing
0: thing. Yes. Amen. Amen.
1: Okay. So, so awesome. I get it. We are beautiful. And please visit Africa. Please visit home. Um, it's home of all mankind. So, please take an opportunity. Take, you know, take that take that tax refund money and um and hop on a trip make it happen call me up at passports pretty you can call me up um if you pay for my trip i'll come with you um <laughs> but amen take, take the trip take the trip make it happen if i can help you know I'm, I'm more than happy to um, to make that you know make it more comfortable about getting to the motherland
0: now, what I, I will, what I will do first and foremost is appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for the, oh,
1: taking queen. the time,
0: the time to share. Because <laughs> I think
1: no, 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 stop! I'm you, so they, serious. Thank you for giving me a platform.
0: No, what you're thank doing, you. what you've done already, what you are currently doing, what you are going to do. I mean, it's it's literally it's a blessing to be. You know, someone who can say, I know you. You know, a lot of people, I will say, from our perspective, you know, they're like, oh, you know, I follow your post. You're so inspiring, da-da-da-da-da. And one of the things that I have personally experienced is thinking so much of someone online and then you meet them in person and they're just complete trash. And Uh-oh. yeah, I'ma say it. It is what it is. Yeah. They're just yeah. they don't yeah. exude in real life what they curate online. And yes. I had yes. the pleasure of knowing you first before even being yes. introduced to your online platform. What I will vouch for and say is that your your online platform is. It, it's a it's a snippet into your energy, so you know I appreciate what you curate for your followers because you're giving them imagery, you're giving them posts of encouragement and inspiration, but you're not painting a, a picture that is just so um, overly done that it becomes um, yes. it lacks authenticity. It just it's it's true it really yes. is true and yes. i appreciate that yes. you even talk about the fact that you know you can't post everything and you you shouldn't why yeah you know um a lot of a lot of what is posted is to inspire action don't live right. through other people's instagram posts you know let them inspire right. you to you know create your own experiences so that you can then inspire somebody else, you know that it's it Absolutely. should be a domino effect. So you know you're getting ready to go on a hiatus. Um, you deserve it. Yes. If you could share a little yes. bit about that, because people may listen and be like, oh, let me um, go ahead and give her this nice smooth email. That has her ticket itinerary included because I'm leaving next week. Okay. What if you're not available? Okay,
1: y'all. Oh no, no, I'm still gonna be available for those. You know, <laughs> you know, let's get real. Let um, the
0: people at know. Me
1: Gmail. Okay. Let find eight one seven. Call me up. Um, <laughs> I think that you know, one of my one of my my things about taking this this journey for a year, traveling the world for a year. You know, after saving up and planning. I wanted to share because I did, you know, I thought about keeping it to myself for a second. Like, oh, you know, I just need to take this trip and, you know, take care of myself and, you know, learn all these things and figure it out. But, you know, I felt like it was a nice opportunity to share and not so much as, ooh, look at me, I'm so popping and I'm over here doing this. Because, you know, I, I made a budget and I stuck to it, so it wasn't really about, okay, you know, I'm popping over here. But I wanted to just show people hey, this can be done, and this is a place that you can visit. And it, these are some things that you can learn, and you're going to be safe, and you're going to be fine. You're going to come out stronger, more knowledgeable. Um, and, you know, after 365 days of that, you know, you just kind of want to fall in your ways, as Sister Solange says. And I want to take a little bit of time. You know, I don't, I don't have a deadline, but I know that people worry when you, like, disappear from social media. They even think you're pregnant or you died same difference mm. to me but either think you're pregnant or you die and so I just you know I wanna, you know, just take time out to just focus. And I'm also gonna start writing um a book about this these experiences because like you said it's just a snippet of kind of like what I experienced because there was Asia, now I'm in South America, there's a little bit of Europe involved in it and there were little things that, you know, happens, um, can I, that's not always Instagram worthy, but it's still like a worthy experience. So I think the break is just kind of like taking time to give you guys more later. So I'm like kind of like, it's like a savings account. Like I'm saving all these stories so I can write them down mm-hmm. and then I can share with you through through my book. So yeah, just another form of, of self-care and just taking a breather and, you know, kind of, I don't know. I think it's something that I just want to try and I can report back and let you know if it was easy, if it was hard, if I cheated how
0: long I lasted, you know, all those things. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I'm excited for you um, because, wow, you've completed a year of travel. Um, and you, know, you had, yes, it's, it's a huge yes. accomplishment. You, you had some, oh my goodness. you know, friends join you intermittently along the way. But, you know, yes. you, you did this. Um, and you did a, yes. quite a bit of it alone as a yes, young, beautiful, physically attractive black woman. Ew. So okay, thank you. If anyone, you know, listening feels, you know, apprehensive about traveling, you know, you should. You should also always have some some caution. But live your, li-
1: absolutely. Live absolutely. your life.
0: You absolutely. Live, live your life. Live your
1: life. Live your life. You, you know, do it. the world is waiting to see you and just like you're waiting to see the world. It's, a, it's an exchange. Everything, every cause has an effect. So just, just do it. Be safe. Make smart choices. You know, you could do a little planning ahead. You could be spontaneous. Just do it. Like, don't let fear stop you. Amen. Don't let fear stop you. You have to do this. You have to do this. You got to keep going. You got to live the pretty life. gotta get out there and see it all the art
0: and the food and you know you gotta kiss the men and all
1: that do all
0: that so one last question but for you one last yes um did you like the my podcast is called no wahala and Mm -hmm. you know in various countries that that um particular expression is utilized west africa in particular um in the Mm Caribbean. Noahala, which is just you know, no argument. It's cool. Yeah. Da da da. Yeah. Did you encounter that statement at all throughout any of your travels?
1: No, I haven't. Um, and then keep in mind, I didn't get to do like Nigeria and Ghana. And then I have to, sister, I have to get to Sierra Leone and I have to get to Liberia. You know, mm-hmm. so the, these are all places that i must visit and get that tea because i have not i have not heard it so yeah. i thank you for putting me on so when yes. i go and i'm doing my little bargain shopping or i like accidentally like holler at somebody do because i did not really know the culture and i am be like you know no, no Illa, girl. well i'm excited
0: I- i'm excited hopefully once you know you um complete this next leg this next aspect yes. of your your world mm-hmm. tour um the stars will align again and i'll be able to officially welcome you to sierra leone oh, absolutely you know wherever i sleep you're welcome don't know uh, even absolutely. if it's,
1: even if it's it. a
0: hut under the stars let's
1: do you know now you know i'm down for that let's i know do, you I are okay i'll bring you a net from ikea girl we good Listen, we they it.
0: don't know about the net they don't know they the don't net know can the can I'm you know feeling
1: like a I be feeling like a princess when I like every time. sleep under the net. Like I'm royalty every time. I'm royalty. Time. Don't listen. Yeah.
0: When I when I get back to the states one day sooner than later, and my net comes out, nobody better question me. They better just fall in line. No listen because I might
1: put some jewels on mine too I think I might like you know like bling mine out. yeah I just feel I'm feeling you know I'm feeling some sort of way just like oh when you talk about home I get excited because all the beautiful homes I've seen in Africa Uh and the artifacts and the the architecture oh my gosh my home is going to be so eccentric with all those beautiful things that I saw and learned oh my goodness it's going to be amazing Uh no doubt
0: Yay!
1: Yes. Thank visit you. Africa, y'all. Visit Africa. Just visit. Ooh. Just visit. I know. I know. Just can't you just get excited about? I together. get excited. I get excited when other people really like when other people want to visit Africa. I get really excited for them, I, and I tell them that it's like, come on, no wahala, it's no wahala, it's no
0: wahala. Do it. Come through, y'all. Yay! Come through. Thank you so yes. much. Thank you so much. So
1: no, Thank you for having me. I really had an amazing time chatting with you. And you are incredible.
0: Make sure you, you come are. back. Make sure you come back. I will. I am Gaima. And you've been listening to No Wahala, the podcast. I hope you are inspired to deepen your connection to Africa through the story shared by my guests and I, the African diasporans in Africa. Follow No Wahala on your favorite podcast streaming platform today. Comment, rate, and share. We could all learn from each other. For more, visit us at imgaima.com backslash nowahala.